Today's show is brought to you by the saying, Good day, mate. Helping over 24 million Aussies overcome the social anxiety of saying hello. Good day, mate, is the saying for you. So start your barbie, patcheroo, and don your talks. Good day, mate. a lot better than last week. Thanks. This is, this is definitely a good function of, of intro song. I feel like our first song the best. Okay. That's great. How long, you, how long are you going to let this play? Oh, I mean, as long as you want. Would you like to, to fade it down now? Yeah, I, I'd love to fade it down. Is that good enough for you? Oh, oh, we aren't fitting it all the way out. Is that good enough for you? It's just a banging song. I mean, I don't know if I call it banging. Maybe guitar swanging, but not banging. There's no banging in the actual song. Okay. Have you ever heard a song where you do bang? Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely tribal songs that where definitely do include bang. banging. Yeah, the banging of the drum. Do you not know? Do you not? Can, the banging of the drum? Yeah, you know, where they're like doing a rain dance and like thump 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 on the drums. Oh, it's like that song where they're like and the drums go. Um I don't know exactly what song you're referring to. I but don't I'm either. Gonna, I'm, I'm not into pop culture. <laughs> I'm gonna assume I, I know exactly what you're talking about. And um Sure. Yes, I that song, Jake. Okay. That song is the exact song I was thinking about. That's awesome. I'm glad we know each other well enough to, you know, pick up on that. Yeah, pick up on the song. Yeah. For sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, how's it been? It's been, it's been a really slow week, I feel like. Oh, I, really? I mean, I didn't have any homework to do on Wednesday, so oh. I literally, I literally slept from um, about 11 to 3, I totally missed lunch, and so I just ate stuff out of my fridge. Uh-huh. And what then, do you have in there, like chocolate milk? Uh, yeah, we have about two gallons of chocolate milk and a gallon of regular milk in our fridge right now. Okay. Um, and there's also some, some water. Like, you know, you got to have water to live, so you got to balance out your chocolate milk diet with your water diet. Yeah. Definitely. Um, Maybe that's why I'm not as successful. You know what I just realized, though? What? I still have to drink two Kool-Aids today, <laughs> and I'm not excited about it. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kool-Aid's really lost its luster. I mean, you have about 45 minutes left on the day. Yeah. So. So, and I'm going to spend it all talking to you. Yeah. Okay. So how are you going to fit in those two Kool-Aids there, Jake? <laughs> hmm. Awkward. Oh, well. Whatever. Um... <laughs> So, <laughs> did you have anything interesting happen? Honestly, I haven't, there hasn't been really in, um, that many interesting things that have happened. I will say, actually, there's one thing. Okay. And I about wrecked my car because I was laughing so hard. Okay. So, um, you know those little chain fences that are outside of Wiley? Like, r- literally right outside. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, there are these little chain fences that line the sidewalk, and it's like short little poles. 
um, that have like chains from Thank each you. from each side, and the chains drooping down a little bit. And so from time to time, you'll see people that are jumping over them. Mm-hmm. I mean, at least I have just for for poops and giggles. Yeah, just for fun. And so it wasn't the chains outside of here at Wiley. I can't remember exactly where it was, but it was the same same thing where you know the, the poles are about the you know from yay high yay high. So from up to my knee, so not about as tall, tall as a five and a half year old. It, what I'm getting at is they're really easy to jump over yeah. as long as you have two good legs and can jump. And so I see this guy, and he's skipping down the sidewalk. Okay. And so he's just skipping down the sidewalk, and then he makes a little turn, and he tries to skip jump <laughs> over the chain. Unfortunately, he did not jump high enough. Oh, his skip was not enough to get over this chain mm-hmm. fence, and so his leg catches on the fence, and he just face face plants into wow. the grass. Wow, that is sad. And so I just I just started dying laughing, and um. Yeah, I about wrecked my car because <laughs> it was pretty funny in the moment. Wow, that so- that sounds like it was really funny, Tyler. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> See someone just skipping down yeah. the sidewalk, hit the chain, face plant. Man, you better be happy that wasn't you. Yeah, I don't really skip around a lot, so I I, yeah. I try not to look like a weirdo when I'm walking to class. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I feel like skipping really just brings does anyone out the... skip anymore? Or is Apparently, that like a 50s this one thing? kid does. Did guys even ever skip, or was that mainly a girls' thing? Um, I mean, I don't really know if it was gender specific. I feel like I've seen more girls in my life skip than more guys, but okay. Um, the person who was skipping was definitely a guy, and he had sandals on. He had like. Um, did you check? Did I check if he was a guy? Yeah. N- no, I did not pull over my car on the side of the road to go check and if he was a guy. Okay. Carry um, on. I feel like that I would have definitely gotten some sort of citation or arrest for that <laughs> could have definitely gotten me in some some deep trouble there jake Did they have laws on public pantsing um yeah i feel like it's an invasion of privacy probably if not stalking in some way shape or form oh yeah definitely um but yeah that was that's the one interesting thing i can think of that happened to me this week okay what about you? You have anything interesting? Well, first I just want to ask you, do you think I need a haircut? Um, your hair is getting a little poofy. Yeah. For those who aren't here right now, I actually have hair growing out of my head and it's getting longer than I'd like. <laughs> like most people have hair growing out of their head. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, go ahead and... I mean, the problem is, is it's not super humid right now. Yeah. So your hair is pretty tame for the most part. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you could be good for another couple of weeks, but you probably should get a haircut. In the Thanks. Next, Thanks, Tyler. That, re- that really weeks. helped. We, we're going we're gonna to post a Twitter poll about that um, just so I can decide. Because it takes a while to get to the barber shop, and then the bus doesn't stop on the way back, so I have to walk. There's a nice shop by Greyhouse. Yeah, I know. Oh, okay. That's, that's, that's where I went. I go to. But Actually, I went there when campus seemed larger than it does now, and it seemed like it take, took forever to walk everywhere, and now it just seems like it's just like, yeah, but you do need a you need to schedule an appointment to go there. Is it like that's one I of those fanciful salons? Yeah, that's what I learned. I walked in, I was like, "Hey, can I get a haircut?" And they're like, "Do you have an appointment?" I was How like, much is it? I think I paid ten dollars. Oh, okay, that's not bad. No. Um. So now on to my interesting thing. So I got out of my last class today at like twelve thirty, and I took the uh, the old bus to uh, lunch. Yeah. 
Um, and since then, I have been... I don't even know why. I've just been overhearing people's conversations, and they are the weirdest thing I think I've ever heard. So I'm just going to read you three quotes that I heard today Okay. Uh, since 1230. Okay. So I guess that was like 12 hours. So in the last yeah, 12 last hours, hours, all of these quotes happened um, right next to me. Okay. And so I just can't imagine what's going on, what's not right next to me in the rest of the world. <laughs> There's some crazy <coughs> people out there, Jake. Okay. Ready? Whenever you Quote, are. Do you think men have ever considered how little sperm are just little innocent babies swimming around inside of them? Um, you know, that's not necessarily something that I think about on a daily basis, about how they're just little tiny babies. I don't there. really think they are. Um, I mean, um, but I don't, I, I never, I mean, biology was a long time ago, so I, I can't really get into a... Okay. Um, and then walking in the stairway... Somebody said, you know how I could snuggle so hard right now? Tim. To another guy. Ooh. Wait, so this was guy to guy? No, this was girl to guy. uh, But the guy was not Tim. Ooh. That's awkward. So maybe it was more like a... So you're telling me he was totally friend-zoned, basically. Probably, yeah. Basically. Uh, Finally, the last quote, probably the most amusing, is when I was walking into dinner... Uh, these uh, two girls were having a conversation behind me, and one said, you know, for anything else, I really have to respect their personality, but just for the making out, I don't know. I could make out with this wall right now. <laughs> was she referring to someone she made out with, or what? Um, no, I think that the question that was posed was, would you just make out with anyone? And then the friend said, I don't know how enjoyable that would be. Just making out with anyone? With a wall. Oh, with yeah. the wall. And the wall that, that she was referring to was actually a red brick. Ooh. I feel like that could be very... That might give you some scratches. Yeah, that could be really painful. Yeah. You may be using chapstick for the next couple of weeks after that. Yeah. got to heal those lips. Or just use chapstick in general without making out with a brick wall. That's true, but it is becoming chapstick season. It is, and I, um, I forget. I, I have a little desk organizer on my desk. And in one of the little pockets, I keep some chapstick. And on on some occasions, I it pops into my head that I have the chapstick available. I'm like, oh! So then I just apply it really quick to my lips, and it just makes me feel so much better. Oh, that is so adorable, Jake. See, I just forget that I have chapstick. Yeah. And I don't then, know. I mean, like, it's so soothing. It, it really is. And you just forget the... You just take it for granted. I know. I'm going to be honest with you. I know, because, like, I'll remember I have it when I'm in the room. And then I'll be, like, in class and be like, man, I wish I had my chapstick <laughs> right now. See, I don't even know how chapped my lips are most of the time. I'm oh. not thinking about it, and I'm not realizing how much it's affecting my personality. <laughs> how much does it really affect your personality? Do you remember the last night when I was just feeling real pissy? Yeah, I remember. You are real antsy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was because my lips were too chapped. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> man, we've gotten to the point. Jake's gotten to the point in his life where... Chapped lips determines how he reacts to certain comments. Yeah. So. Jake, uh, you may want to consult a therapist about that one. Just so you know. Um, Also, I'm realizing that this Korg uh, is plugged in that's on the base deck right here. It is plugged into power. Um, So I'm going to see if I can, like, turn it on. Oh, it's on. Hold on. (laughs) Tyler, talk about something while I go play this Korg. So in uh, in the news today, there was a report that 
a gentleman of 77 years of age was arrested for growing marijuana. And that brings up the question of why in the world are we arresting 77-year-olds for marijuana for growing marijuana when there are so many other crimes and so many other reasons we can arrest people for? Tyler, I don't know. That's that's an awesome question. I know. Thank you for posing that question. You're welcome. Um in- perchance were you that 77-year-old? No, I was not that 77-year-old. Okay. I may act like a 77-year-old sometimes. But that does not mean I am the 77-year-old. Okay. Because, I mean, I do too a lot. Yeah. You oh. <laughs> To clarify, you act like a 77-year-old a lot. You don't grow marijuana a lot. Yeah. Yeah. No, the 77-year-old part. Like, I really like big band music. I was listening to that before the Irish jig music that I was listening okay. to in my room before you came in. I was going to say Irish jig music is not. Yeah. Irish jig music is amazing. It really invigorates your soul. It was definitely a surprise when I walked into your room yeah. about an hour ago and you were playing Irish jig music. Jake, you do realize that's plugged into power but not actually yeah, plugged okay. into the board. I thought it maybe had like a speaker or something but apparently it doesn't. Yeah, so, so there's just this piano. Can, I could plug it in if I wanted to but I don't re- I don't want it that bad. I don't know. There's just um, this piano sitting here yeah, on our Yeah, and desk. it looks amazing. Um, and also I've swung the microphone around and I'm standing behind the desk right now and this is actually really cool. This is like Sitting desk versus standing desk. Ooh, it's and I like, feel so much more like with it. Do you? Yeah. Now Tyler's standing it? too. I know. I am. Um, it's gonna the plug, new fad. I'm going to try and plug this in here. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> never mind. It's <laughs> not the right connector. Wrong size connector. Um, okay, so I would tell you my first news story, except I am not at my computer, so I'm just going to really quickly move back around. I mean, I can just read you a news story if you're okay, willing to. Okay, do that, and then, yeah. So, um, a couple days ago, over the over the weekend of the 16th, in the honors dorm, they found all of that, uh, they had found that all of their tables had been rearranged um, into swastikas, basically. What? <laughs> yeah. Where did you find that? It was on, it was on the um, the Journal and Courier, which is the wow. Lafayette newspaper. Yeah, so the honor storms, I guess they're really not that honorable if they're rearranging tables to, to I thought you swastikas. guys were better than that. You guys are honorable people or something like that along those lines. Yeah, so... Um, I apparently, in its clear intent to intimidate and silence others, this symbol is antithetical. To, antithetical. Yeah, that word too. To all we stand for in the Honors College, the respectful interchange of ideas and the inclusion of students. Um, Rhonda Phillips, the Honors College Dean, uh, wrote that. Or okay. Spoke that statement. Yeah. 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 That's uh, that's incredible. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, I thought it was very interesting. I don't... I'm surprised this wasn't in the actual exponent. Um, it was from the actual Lafayette... The Lafayette News is apparently huh. reporting interesting. on... Interesting. I mean, things do on they Purdue have anything now. else to do? I guess not. Apparently they don't. You know, that reminds me. Um, the Purdue Fire Department just released their Campus Safety and You report for this year. Oh, that's right. And actually, good news, uh, Purdue Incest is actually... Uh, at a zero for the last three years. Yeah, all-time low there. So we are good on that. Um, 
PSA. I saw that there were 720 citations for alcohol, though, last yes. year. Yes. Understandable. Understandable. Very, very understandable. Um, now, this news story. Yeah. Uh, coming to you from the old UPI, whatever that means. Who even knows anything? Um, actually, a hyena narrowly escaped a sneak attack from an angry baboon. Who's reporting on these news stories? Ben Hooper, actually. <laughs> was he there? How does he know it was a sneak attack? <laughs> a man filming <laughs> a hyena's stroll down a South African road captured the moment the creature was abruptly chased away by a raging baboon. Oh, I guess we do know how it was a sneak attack then. <laughs> he, he was filming this hyena at 6.30 in the morning. The hyena Why? walks down the road for a few minutes before stopping to stare at something located off the road. The creature takes a couple steps off the road before beginning to quickly turn and run in the opposite direction as an enraged baboon pursues it across the street. The filmer said the hyena just barely managed to escape the baboon. I'm glad the filmer really just pointed out exactly what the that the is video the end showed. of the story. What that w- <laughs> that was some groundbreaking groundbreaking yeah, journalism that was right awesome. there. That was awesome. I'm so happy that I picked that. Yeah, me too. You got a better story that has um, <laughs> more content in it. <laughs> oh wait, hold on. There might be. <laughs> it said, "Oh." Darn it. It said there was a video, but there's no video on here, and you guys couldn't see the hyena chasing the baboon anyway. Yeah, but... Um, a skunk got its head caught in a McFlurry cup. Oh, my gosh. Why are these... Also re- from UPI, by the way. They, the UPI apparently enjoys reporting on strange animal stories. And stories that really don't have any significance in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Um, so, also today, apparently... A motorcycle officer in Maine recently rescued a squirrel that was... Oh, wait. No, sorry. Oh, wait. Wait. It says... It says squirrel in the story. But it says skunk in the but headline. But it says skunk in the headline. Oh. This is a bigger news story. I'm pretty sure this is classified as fake news. Ah, Reporting absolutely. that a skunk got his head cut caught in the McFlurry cup, and then it's actually a squirrel. That's not like nearly skunk, as interesting. It looks like a skunk in the picture, though. Hold on. It kind of does. Let's 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 read into this. A motorcycle officer in Maine carefully rescued a squirrel that was found with a cup stuck on its head. The New York Police Department shared the video of the daring officer as he worked to free the frightened skunk from the tight situation. There we go. With the skunk again, I guess. I guess it was a skunk. I guess uh, it was a skunk, so, and the skunk was continuously spraying him, and he still uh, decided to take the cup off the skunk's head. Oh, what a great human being. Really helping out the animals in the world. Uh, so that that's great. Um, he said, after he was able to pull the cup off the skunk's head, he said, there we go, see, you're okay. <laughs> Who is getting these quotes? And then he backed up after freeing the skunk. He said, wow, that was a first. He said through laughter. Is that where the story ends? Yeah, it it is. That's a great quote to end on. So uh, I'm I'm just... (laughs) Let's just get all the UPI stories out of the way first. How many UPI stories do you have? I only had three. 
Uh, I I don't I don't really know what this stands for. Maybe we should find out. Italian woman marries herself in fairy tale wedding. Oh my gosh. A woman in Italy married herself in a small ceremony, complete with bridesmaids, bridesmaids and a wedding cake. Laura Messi, a forty-year-old fitness instructor and vlogger from a Ooh. small town near Milan. I wonder if she has any good vlogs. Is, <laughs> is believed. Check into that for me. Is believed to have been the first woman in the country to marry herself. <laughs> Messi said that she first considered the idea of a solo wedding after the end of a 12-year-long relationship two years ago. With herself or with someone else? With someone else, obviously. Okay. I mean... You I, can't break up with yourself. I, listen, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised in this day and age. Yeah, I guess if you can marry yourself, you can break up with yourself, well, I don't too. see why you couldn't. Yeah. It'd be an interesting... You'd have to be a little bit bipolar then, I guess. Yeah. That would, that would be interesting. How does that work? You want to try that for me? Uh, I'd rather not. See how it works out. I'd rather not. People already view me as pretty crazy, so I don't know if I want to be viewed as even crazier. Yeah. Yeah, you are pretty crazy. Um, Quote, I told my relatives and friends that if I had not found my soulmate, I would marry myself by my 40th birthday, she said. A total of 70 guests attended the ceremony, which holds no legal weight to join Messi in celebrating... (laughs) Self-love and acceptance as part of a trend known as sologamy. Sologamy? Sologamy is what it's called when... Sologamy. That's what it's called. It's a trend? It is a trend. Uh, I think this is such an interesting revelation that I'm going to Google sologamy. Well, I'm looking up her, her videos right now. Um... Her YouTube channel, at least. And she has 866 subscribers. Okay. And uh, she also has a video of uh, two zebras humping each other. Wow. As one of her vlogs. Um, oh. It's <laughs> oh, yeah. It's quite the sight. Um, I, I don't really know. Oh, Oh, yeah. It's definitely not what I was expecting to see at 11.30 p.m., but I blame this on you because you told me to look up her YouTube channel. Yeah, I did tell you to look into that. Um, Also, I'm just realizing now that we said that we would get back to you on some stuff from the last episode, and I have no idea what that was. So we're not going to get back to you on that in case you were wondering. So if you were just listening for that, you can stop listening now, please. Thank you. It's okay. I don't even remember what that was either. So Yeah, that's what I was just saying. I know. I'm just letting you know that. Even though you don't remember, I also don't remember. Okay. <laughs> um, also, okay, so one thing that I did want to do yeah. this time, though, uh, we never actually said, like, who we were as people. That's true. We never actually introduced yeah. ourselves. And we never actually said what this is, or I, I think even the title. Nah, it's, I mean, what's the point? I don't That's know. That's what everyone's doing. Yeah, so we are going to be different, but we are not different now okay well let's figure out sologamy first and then okay. we can do that this is uh this is not this is not good what has this world become I, I there's only like two subheadings about sologamy on wikipedia okay so the ceremonial rituals include <laughs> giving guidance practice and support Prior to the marriage, <laughs> is it? 
Ceremonies somehow take almost exactly the same form as that of a regular marriage. Do you like... Okay, hold on. So, like, in a regular marriage, the man and the woman are are, are standing across from each other. Right. So, in this situation, do you jump back and forth and say vows to Maybe. yourself? Maybe. Uh, maybe you just get a cardboard cutout of yourself and stand it across from yourself. <laughs> That's with true. little cardboard arms that you can, like, hold. Yes. And then you just make out with the cardboard cutout. No. Uh, when the appropriate time comes. But then the cardboard would get wet. And we all know what happens when cardboard gets wet. Mm-hmm. It coagulates. It does. It does indeed. So what else? Oh, no. Yes. No, no, no. No, no. I'm not even going to read this, but you can read that. They can include guests, cake, and a reception. No, the next part, but don't read it. They can also... No, uh, Also, the person can have a a private moment in a room where they can express self-love with a mirror and a candle, though the use of the candle is not specified. So the mirror is required. But the candle is not required. But the candle's I, not required, everybody. But does that mean if it's in the dark and there's a mirror, you won't be able to see Tyler, yourself? So the candle is required at we that point. We can stop talking about this now. I asked you to not <laughs> read it, and you read it. I guess it's my fault again. It is, well, you did say, well, you can go ahead and read this. And then I turn said, your computer don't towards read it. Me. I said read it, but don't read okay, it. We'll go back. Okay, we'll go back and listen to this later, Jake. But I'm pretty sure you turned your computer towards me and said, you can go ahead I and said, read this. And then I'm not going to read. Well, okay. I can see how you would be confused. That's okay. Uh, this has a list of people who have gone through a self-marriage. And there's like seven. Is is Laura Messi on there? In the film? What? I don't know. And then there's like nine references that seems like a little bit too many references. That's for too this. many references for the amount of amount of information this does not have. You can fit almost all the information of this Wikipedia page on one computer screen. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna actually move on from this now. Okay. Because I'm done talking about it. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> Sounds good. So do you want to move on to the whole who are we thing? Yes. Yes. I'll go first. Okay. I'll follow your lead because I this is new to me. Okay. Well, isn't isn't every single moment new to you? I mean, no. I plan out some of the moments in my head. And yeah, but you don't actually them. know what's going to happen until it, it comes, right? I mean, sometimes I do. Sometimes I'm like, ooh, I'm going to go eat this cookie in my yeah, head. Yeah, but... And then I go and eat the cookie. The cookie might actually turn into a pie. Now, I would love for a cookie to turn into pie. So if you can figure well, out I mean, some way to turn okay. cookies into pies... Most of the cookie they, cookies they have are also accompanied by pie at the dining courts. They yeah. have both cookies and pie. Yeah, but I mean, I so guess... So that sounds like a personal problem to me. <laughs> anyway, hello. I'm Jake. <laughs> I am a pro elephant wrestler and a chronic tabletop stealer. Tabletop stealer? Yeah. Okay, that's, that's news to me. I didn't know. Yeah, so if your tabletop is ever missing, you know where to hit me up. I have the best tabletops at the lowest prices. Because you steal all of them. Yes. That makes I sense. I sell them for wholesale. Ah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, and I'm Tyler. Uh, I brush my teeth in the shower and sometimes drink chocolate milk. In the shower? Yes. Do you like rinse with chocolate milk? No, but I should definitely try that at some point in my life. 
How's brushing your teeth in the shower? Um, it's great. It's like multitasking. So my roommate has actually taken it to another level. He will shower in the shower, yeah. brush his teeth in the shower, okay. and clean all of his dishes in the shower. Wow. Um, he's That's told me, like living life in the shower. Yeah. He's told me he's going to clean his clothes in the shower next time. I'm not really sure. Like literally do all of his laundry in the shower. Um, I'm really not sure if he's actually That's going to do that. not right. Um, but he just says that the laundry prices here at Purdue are just too much. They for him. are. It's like $5 to do like all of your laundry. It's ridiculous. I wouldn't know. I've, I've never done my laundry in the actual, di- or not dining halls, in the actual residence halls. So, Where do you do them? I do my laundry over at the sorority across the, across the way. <laughs> Yes, you do. Yes, you do. I do recall that. Um, I was going to say something and then I forgot it. Oh, that's so sad. Isn't that just the worst? It is the worst. But brushing your shower, brushing your teeth in the shower is great. Though, since the water pressure is so high, yeah, it's kind of in our showers, and it's just like a beam of water. Yeah. But here's here's what I would say: you do it like. It's great. It's like multitasking, and you, that, that way you don't have to go to the sink or whatever and go through all that mess. Oh, right, yeah, that's but really messy. when you're cleaning off your toothbrush, like you're done brushing your teeth, don't hold the toothbrush too close to the spigot where the water's coming out because then, then the the toothpaste will then get into your eye because that's exactly what oh, happened to me. okay. How did that feel? Uh, it burned my eye, and I almost fell over in the shower. Because I was walking wow. around blind. In the shower? I thought that they weren't that big. They weren't. I was basically in. walking in a circle. They're really tiny. In but... the shower? Yes. Why? Because You my... knew where you were. But I was hurting and I couldn't see out of it. So you were like, ow, and then you walked around in a circle? Yeah, to try and get rid of the pain. You're really weird. Okay. Um, hey, so you know in the shower how like there's that weird musk? Yeah. Basically, the smell of guys. I just what I just what was made wanted to make sure that wasn't just like me smelling the musk. It's really weird. No, it's basically what it smells like when you get like fifty guys on the floor all showering in the same room. It's not even that. Like it doesn't smell like bo. It just smells like bacteria. You know, showers are meant to clean off bacteria, right? I suppose. That is that is what they're for. You do shower to clean yourself of all the all the dirty bacteria on your body. I suppose. Man, hey, you're smarter be, than me. Just be glad your hall doesn't smell like dead fish because that's exactly what my hall smelled like when I left. That sounds awful. I'm yeah. so sorry. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. What kind of fish was it? I mean, I feel like all dead fish smell the same. No. They each have their own unique waft. <laughs> Well, whatever you say, Jake, because uh, I I really don't I've n- I've never smelt a dead fish that has smelt different than another dead fish. They all have the same same type. Did of Did you aroma. conduct a field study and get all of the types of fish in the world? Did you? No, but I'm just saying you can't make that assumption. You know what they say about people who assume things. What did they say, Jake? Please tell me. I'm not gonna say, but you know what they say. I don't. I need you to inform yes, you me do. Of what they say. Yes, you do. No, I really don't. Okay, shut up. <laughs> Gosh, so violent. I wanna, I wanna read you, uh, read you a story. You do that. It's kind of in line with um, 
the story we heard about Jim Backer last week. Oh, okay. Um, but I feel like this one is even better. Cool. Um, the headline of this story is, And Jesus said unto Paul Ryan... Actually, it's Paul of Ryan. Okay. It's not Paul Ryan. So it's not like actually Paul Ryan. It's like... I don't know. It has a picture of Paul Ryan oh. praying. Is this also from the New York Times? Uh, it is. is Wait, it? okay, sorry. Is it the same person writing these stories? I don't know if it's the same person. Uh, why are these on the New York Times? I feel like they have better stuff to do. I don't, I don't really know why they're on the New York Times, but all I know is that they are hilarious. Um, so, yeah, so... Our house speaker, Paul Ryan, he's a lovely man, sort of. I guess it depends on your opinions on him. Um, but he seems like a pushover to me. Uh, yeah, no, he definitely is. Yeah, anyways, <laughs> we won't get into that too, that debate uh, too deeply. But here, here's how the story starts. A woman who had been bleeding for 12 years came up behind Jesus and touched his clothes in hope of a cure. Wow. This is going way back. Jesus turned to her and said, Fear not, because of your faith, you are now healed. Then spoke pious Paul of Ryan. But teacher, is that wise? When you cure her, she learns dependency. <laughs> then the poor won't take care of themselves. <laughs> Knowing that you'll always bail them out, you must teach them personal responsibility. They were interrupted by ten lepers who stood at, stood at a distance and shouted, Jesus, have pity on us. No, shouted pious Paul. <laughs> Jesus, you don't have the time. We have a cocktail party fundraiser <laughs> in the temple. And don't worry about them. They've already got health care access. Yeah, that makes sense. Jesus turned to pious Paul, puzzled. Why? They could pray for a cure, pious Paul explained. I call that... Universal health care access. <laughs> Jesus turned to the ten lepers. Rise and go, he told them. Your faith has made you well. Then he turned back to pious Paul, saying, Let me tell you the story of the Good Samaritan. A man was attacked by robbers, who stripped him of clothes, beat him, and left him half dead. A minister passed down the same road, and when he saw the injured man, he crossed to the other side and hurried on. So did a rich man who claimed to serve God. But then a despised Samaritan came by and took pity on the injured man. He bandaged his wounds and put the man on his own donkey and paid an innkeeper to nurse him to health. So which one of these three should we follow? Those who had mercy on him, pious Paul said promptly. Jesus nodded. So go. I mean the first two. Pious Paul interjected. What is this? I don't know. For the Samaritan's work is unsustainable and sends the wrong message. It teaches travelers to take dangerous roads, <laughs> knowing that others will rescue <laughs> them from self-destructive behaviors. This Samaritan also seems to think that it's right to redistribute money from those who are successful and give it to the losers. That is socialism. Meanwhile, if the rich man keeps his money, he can invest in it, invest it and create jobs. So it is an act of mercy for the rich man to hurry on and ignore the robbery victim. How hard is it for the rich to enter the kingdom of heaven? Jesus mused to himself. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter heaven. Let me teach you about love, Jesus, 
Tough love, Pius Paul explained. <laughs> so we have Paul, Pi- Paul of Ryan. Is that the end? No. Oh, okay. Trying to teach Jesus love. I just want to point that out. Okay, cool. That makes sense. You need a sustainable pro-business model, and you need to give free people freedom, Jesus, the freedom to suffer misery and poverty. The Lord God has anointed me to bring good news to the poor, Jesus replied, emphasizing the last two words. Then he turned to a paralyzed beggar at his feet. Stand up, Jesus told the man. Pick up your mat and go home. The man danced about joyfully. Pius rolled his eyes. Pius Paul rolled his eyes dismissively. Look, Jesus, you have a rare talent, and it should be rewarded, Pius Paul said. I have a partner, the Donald. We'd like to work with you. He set up a lovely hospital, and the rich would come and pay for you to heal them. You'd get a percentage, and it'd be a real money spinner. Overhead would be minimal, because every morning you could multiply some loaves and fishes. You could strike it rich. Blessed are the poor, for theirs is the kingdom of God, Jesus said. But woe to you who are rich, for you've already received comfort. Oh, come on, Jesus, Pius Paul protested. Don't go socialist on me again. Please don't encourage class wel- wer- welfare warfare. The best way to help the needy is to give public money to the rich. Then it inspires the poor to work harder, galvanizes the sick to become healthy, forces the lepers to solve their own problems rather than kick back and depend on others. That's why any realistic health plan has to focus on providing less coverage for the poor and big tax benefits for the rich. When millions of people lose health care. That's when the country is great again. From everyone who's been given much, Jesus told him, much will be required. Well, sure, this hospital will have a foundation and do some charity work, maybe commissioning portraits of the Donald to hang in the entrance. But let's drop this bleeding, bleeding heart nonsense about health care as a human right and see it as a financial opportunity to reward investors. In this partnership, 62% of the benefits would go to the top Point six percent. Perfect for a health care plan. Jesus turned to the pious Paul on his left and said, Be gone, for I was hungry and you gave me no food. I was thirsty and you gave me no drink. I was sick and you did not help me. But Lord, protested pious Paul of Ryan, when did I see you hungry or thirsty or sick and refuse help to you? I drop your name everywhere and I'm pro-life. <laughs> Truly, I say to you, Jesus responded, as you did not help the homeless, the sick, as you did not help the least of these, you did not help me. Mm. I'm going to go out on a limb there and say I don't think that actually happened in the Bible. I don't know. You never know. It could be left out. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Doubtful. Thank you for that very, very long story about something very interesting. Listen. Pious Paul Ryan, man. He's really got it figured out. Yeah, definitely. And is really just teaching Jesus some, some hard-hitting lessons about yeah. health care. Oh, yeah. He, uh, he always wears a crisp, crisp suit. I feel like most people on... Got to give him props for that. The Senate wear crisp suits. He's, a, he's in the house, actually. Oh, whatever. It's the same thing. No, it's not. I mean, it basically is. No, it's not. The they, Senate is much smaller than the house. Yeah, but they both go to the same place. No, they're actually completely different places. I mean, they're in D.C., so... In the, like, the very large building. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Moving <Whatever>. on. 
Thank you for that endearing story to my heart, Tyler. You're quite welcome. I'm uh, going to play you now a campaign ad for a congressman named Dan Helmer. And I just want you to pay attention to what a great, great, great campaign ad this is. All right. So here, here we go. Let's see it. Here we go. So he's, I'm assuming that's the man running for Senate, and he's riding up on a motorcycle. And now they're at the bar. Here you go, Congresswoman Comstock. Hey, Dan. Isn't that Congresswoman Comstock back there at the bar? Sure is. Bet you can't get her to hold a town hall. Town hall? Do you want better than that? We've lost that love and feeling. No, Dan. Here we go. This is where it gets good. (coughs) Picks up a microphone. Never hold town halls anymore with constituents. Oh my God! He is now singing Obama, very, very badly to his You're opponent in a bar. Uh, but of course, it's actually just an actor. This goes on for an uncomfortably long time. Also. How do all the people in the bar automatically know all the words to this song? I don't really know. There's that old guy sitting right next to him. Oh, they just transported to the door and now are walking out. Nice work, Dan. Thanks, Maverick. And now we come to this part. I'm Dan Helmer. I approve of town halls, bad singing, and this message. Well, listen. Democrat Dan Homer is running for Congress in so Virginia's 10th district. So if you live Learn in Virginia's 10th district, make sure to vote for Dan Homer, the Democrat who is an awful singer and will hold a town hall or something like that. Well, I'm just glad he recognizes that there is bad singing. Like, because he could have, could have totally pretended that that was good singing. Yeah. Except I don't know why he's saying it all. I I don't either. I don't know why it was relevant to the ad, but I mean he could have pretended it was good singing. So I'm uh, uh, thank you thank you for pointing out his transparency there, Tyler. You're welcome. I, uh, appreciate that. Yeah, we are obviously not sponsored by Dan Helmer. I just like to point that um, out. Um, we might be. Did we check? <laughs> no, I don't know. You're no. Did you're you in- check the sponsor email address? Yeah. I've checked the sponsor email address. If you address want to be a sponsor, send us an email at the sponsor email address. Which is non-existent. Sponsorus24 at gmail.com. Yes, because that's ex- exactly the same email that you gave last time. Yes. I would like also like to point out that we somehow have 37 subscribers and 178 people listen to us like over the last two weeks. So thank you for that. Thank I you don't for know that. why you did. I don't but- know why you did because this is honestly really stupid. We're just shooting the breeze here. Yeah, and we just waste hours of our lives. Yeah, hours, but, uh, but it's fun. It gives us a break from the really bad stuff. I know? mean, how bad is it really, though, Jake? Well, you're not in first-year engineering. No, um, that's true. I'm not. I'm in cruise-along classes. Well, Tyler, well, yeah. yes, as Jake. I pat your shoulder, Thank pat, you. pat. <laughs> what do you have else for me? If Don, if Doctor Trump were your surgeon, dot dot dot, 
That's the title of the uh, the article. Okay. Can you imagine where the story came from? Uh, the New York Times? It did come from the New York Times. Wow, you are really reading into some high-quality stories there. Listen, man, they just produce the stories. I just read them. So. And they, then... Okay. There's, there's a picture with um, Donald Trump holding an Allen wrench. Yeah. Um, in this picture. For those that don't know, uh, he's holding up a picture of Donald Trump uh, holding an Allen wrench yeah, it's, uh, for me to look at. It's... Uh, quite the picture it's actually very oh it's pretty solid photoshop i will say that yeah because i'm pretty sure he's never held up an allen wrench in oh, his no, entire life absolutely not so imagine this it's a dark and stormy night the hospital corridor is eerily illuminated by lightning flashes as dr trump and dr mcconnell enter a patient's room Okay, <laughs> Tyler, excuse me. I'm sorry. Is this about exactly the same thing that you just read a story to me about right before this? No. This is completely different, Jake. Okay. Uh, listen, you go right ahead. Do you think people just recreate the same stories with different characters? Yes. Especially the New York Times. Listen, every single thing that the New York Times posts is 100% original. Uh, yeah, okay. So they've they've... They've gone from reporting actual news to reporting the same news stories in different little ditties. Listen, the first time, the Jim Backer story was not about healthcare. Okay, but it was like really crazy. But it was hilarious. It was a little funny. <laughs> at best. A little funny. Come on. Okay, it's a fine. lot of funny. Just read your story. So, Dr. Trump and Dr. McConnell. Enter a patient's room and approach the bed of a young woman whose name is Janet. <laughs> we had the best healthcare plan for ever for you. Sorry, is that supposed to be Donald Trump? It is. It's my best Donald Trump impression. That is absolutely awful. <laughs> well, I never claimed to have a good Donald Trump impression. Okay. <laughs> Dr. Trump says to a thunderclap outside. Tremendous. I'm the best. I take care of everyone. He uses his stethoscope to listen to Janet's heart and frowns slightly. Er, doctor? Janet says. I think my heart's on the left side, not the right. Uh, Let me double check, Dr. Trump replies. And he hurriedly moves his stethoscope over. Who knew health could be so complicated, he says. He looks into Janet's eyes, holds her hand in his own, and says in a silky voice, Beautiful Janet, you're in such great shape. Janet, creeped out by the doctor's inappropriate bedside manner, pulls back her hand and tightens her gown around her neck. Dr. Trump doesn't notice and continues, Your heart is a disaster. You need a new one, and that's why we suggest a transplant. We don't happen to have a replacement ready for you, but never mind. Normally we do remove and replace, Dr. Trump adds. But in this case, if we can settle on a replacement, we'll just do a flat removal. Nothing to worry about. Huge benefits. Huge. Dr. McConnell tries to smile reassuringly, but succeeds only in looking constipated. 
As That's he, true. As he always does. He looks like a turtle. <laughs> Most of the time. All of the time. On good days. Once your heart is out, he explains, there'll be new, new urgency to solve the problem. Janet's eyes have grown wide. So, Dr. McConnell attempts, to reass- uh, attempts reassurance. Anyway, I've never found a heart necessary. Janet's, oh, Janet bites her lip. You know, you're the only doctors who have ever said my heart has to come out, she says. My previous cardiologist, Dr. Obama, tweaked my diet and medications, and it was ticking along just fine. No, it's a disaster, Dr. Trump bellows. That Obama, it's all his fault. Don't listen to any other doctors. I just want to be informed, she says softly. Horrible idea, Dr. Trump says. And then he pats his pocket da- pockets down. What did I do with my phone? I thought, I, I had a thought for a great tweet. A closed mind is a terrible thing to waste. I know I had my phone during my last surgery because I tweeted, because I tweeted, and then I set the phone down. Oh no, I bet I left it in the operating room, Janet asks. In the patient, Trump replies. Janet gulps. And her anxiety increases as a pail of thunder is followed by a shrill alarm sounding from the patient's room somewhere down the corridor. Very politely, she explains that maybe she doesn't want surgery after all. Fine, Dr. Trump replies. Go ahead and die. Your heart is failing. It's a disaster, and it's all their fault. Pardon? It's the Democrats, Dr. Trump says. And a flash of lightning captures his eyes rolling crazily. We may be running the hospital, but they're to blame. Don't you have any other patients you need to see? She asks. And maybe you should put that scalpel down. Don't you see? Dr. Trump says, as a thunderclap shakes the hospital. You're going to die anyway. All Obama's patients are dying. I've always said, let the patients fail. But I'm not failing, Janet replies firmly. I'm fine. Just a little nervous watching you with that scalpel. Dr. Trump shakes his head. No, you're imploding, he insists. I can see it. You're self-destructing. Help, Janet cries out. I can't breathe. Dr. McConnell looks sadly at Dr. Trump. I knew this would happen. But maybe it's time to move on so we can work on our hospital tax plan. You know, if we just make the medical assistants and custodians pay for a surge charge, we can give a break to surgeons. The result will be a leap in innovation that will benefit everybody. Help! Janet cries weakly. Dr. Trump looks down at her and shakes his head as she lies gasping. So sad, but inevitable, he says. She was bound to implode, always going to fail. That's what happens <laughs> That's what happens when you get a Kenyan-born born doctor. The patient dies on her own. But... But, Janet tries to speak. The problem is that you're stepping on my oxygen hose. You're the problem. Dr. Trump steps more firmly on the hose. Poor Janet is imploding right in front of us. Democrats created this mess. We're not going to own it. I'm not going to own it. He checks for a pulse. Finds none and doesn't realize he's checking the wrong spot. Okay, Dr. McConnell. I'm just going to FaceTime my buddy Vladimir. And then on to the tax plan. Take my heart, Janet moans in her last breath, 
and a thunderclap drowns out her death rattle. You need it. Tyler, why <laughs> did you do that to me again? <laughs> why not, Jake? That was like a, an eight-minute story. Yeah. I felt it was definitely necessary. Oh, yeah, definitely was necessary. Listen. Again. We got to know about Dr. Trump stepping all, on all these oxygen hoses in the hospital. We got to put a stop to stepping on oxygen hoses. In America, it's a great epidemic, you know. Yeah. You ever been on oxygen? Yes, I have. It really helps you breathe. Um, it does help you breathe. I do believe that is the point on being on oxygen is for it to help you breathe. Yes, yes, indeed. Indeed it is. Well, I'm going to go ahead and say the last story so you don't tell me another healthcare story. Wait, I have another one lined up, though. Another healthcare story? Jake, I just got all the healthcare stories Let me see that, today. please. Thank I you. That's my phone, but... Where is it? I don't have it pulled up. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm making an executive decision that you're going to have to save your other healthcare story. Oh, but they're just the best. Don't you just love hearing about no. all the different characters? They're no, really, they really just bring you in. No, Janet is stupid. Oh, I don't think any anyone who's named Janet listening to this this podcast right now is going to appreciate no, that. No, just that Janet. The other ones are fine. Well, do you know Janet's last name? Janet Obama. <laughs> she was married to Dr. Obama. Okay. Whatever you say. Um, okay. Yes. Revelation from Bill Gates. Okay. He hates Control-Alt-Delete. Why does he hate Control-Alt-Delete? And do you want to tell everyone what Control-Alt-Delete does? So, um, you know computers? I do, I think. Sometimes I use Do you them. know... keyboards on computers is that what you use to type yeah with your fingers ah yes i do know those so there's actually a control button yes alt yes button and delete yes if you press them all at once here let me show you boop it pops up a little screen here that allows you to lock switch user sign out or go to the task manager that seems so useful though um it is especially if your computer's like frozen or something yeah yeah so why does he hate it um so I'm going to read you this transcript from NPR. Okay. So I have to use my NPR voice. Sounds good. Is that okay? That's okay. Okay. Bill Gates is ultra-rich, famous, and more beloved these days for his philanthropy than when he was making that Microsoft fortune that makes his generosity possible. What could he possibly have to regret? But Mr. Gates told Bloomberg's Global Business Forum this week that he wished he didn't have to press Control-Alt-Delete to log into your computer. I'm sure you can go back and change small things in your life without pulling the other things at risk, he said. Sure, if I could make one small edit, I'd make that a single-key operation, Bill Gates said that the IBM keyboard designers resisted the idea of a single-click like the one Apple has. Everyone needs three fingers and two hands unless you're LeBron James to hit control alt delete why does why does what it a, Mr. Gates star comparison why, why does it Mr. Gates just call the help desk a technician will be with him shortly I feel like he would be the last person to call the help desk considering he kind of like invented yeah he kind of he kind of did invent that um 
Well, now the question is, is will Microsoft hear his cry for help and change Control-Alt-Delete in the future of Windows updates? I'm pretty sure he could just, like, buy Microsoft because he's so rich. Never mind, he owns Microsoft. Uh, I mean, I don't... Does he still own it, though? I think so. He makes, like, a billion dollars a second. Let's see how much he makes a second. Okay. I was always told... If he dropped a dollar, by the time he had picked it up, he would have made 10 or something like that. But I'm not um, sure how true that was. He makes... <laughs> oh, my. He makes $114 a second. Dang. Man, that's, that's like insane. One, that's like one textbook. That means Bill Gates can buy all my textbooks. Yeah. So, yeah, it's literally not worth his time to pick up a dropped $100 bill from the ground. With a worth of $72 billion, a 6% rate of return would earn Gates roughly 114 per second. He's alive, making it a poor investment for Bill Gates to bother picking up a $100 bill if he dropped it. Well, if Bill Gates ever... Bill, if you're listening to this right now, if you want to just come by and drop a couple $100 bills off, I'd be more than happy to pick them up for you. That also reminds me... Mark Zuckerberg has actually been on Facebook recently. Well, he is the owner and, and creator. He, I believe, is going around the country for some reason or another um, touring. I think he he might do a presidential run in the next in the next election. Who is not doing a presidential run in the next I election? I don't know, but there's definitely a lot of crazies that I'm a little concerned about. Because, like, apparently Arnold Schwarzenegger is going to make another pres- make a presidential run. Um... And uh, who else? There was uh, Kanye. Kanye's yeah, going to make Rock. a presidential run. Yeah. And uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. So Donald Trump has just opened this up to basically, yeah. really, everyone is now believing that they he, can become he president. Definitely, he definitely gave the message, you know, if you want to be president, you can. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. If you Which are is... loud enough. Yeah. And say stuff that's weird. Really just say whatever you want. Yeah. At any time. I mean, not a bad theory. <laughs> I there's mean, a lot of crazy people in this country. That's true, but... And there's a lot of not crazy people in this country, too. But I'm also pretty sure that if you're the leader of the free world, that you should probably not be super crazy. You yeah. should, be, should be saying to I a mean, certain degree. okay, we have to give them some credit. Like, you know, we're not swimming in the ocean. America hasn't sank into the ground. Well, I don't think it was ever scheduled to sink into the ground. Okay, well, something could have gone wrong somewhere. Hey, you never know with North Korea. Yeah, you you really don't. They, and by they, the way, by the way, I I really I really want to end the show every time with a North Korea story. Sounds good to uh, me. From the official uh, Korean Central News Agency, because I don't know if you've ever read their articles, but they are fascinating. I have not. No, I have not been that They're fascinating. That interested in Korean politics but, or news. But first, I have to read you these Facebook posts from Mark Zuckerberg. Okay. He's touring the country. Today, Priscilla and I stopped by some local newspapers as we drove through Alabama. Uh, newspapers being like the office buildings. One editor I met with was an elderly man in a tattered suit. I said to him, you look like you need some money, old timer. I'll pay you $10,000 to eat one of those newspapers. He had a good laugh at that. Why are you laughing? I continued. Eat the paper. Eat it. Or I swear I'm going to buy your newspaper and turn it into an anime fanzine. 
if you don't start this can't munching be real. Uh, if you don't start munching on that sports section right now, you'll be writing articles about Naruto till you're cold in the grave. I'm a billionaire. You think anyone will stop me? It took him 42 minutes to eat that paper. For 42 minutes, I had total power over that man. I never felt more alive. I bet that's what being president feels like. There's no way that's real. Second Facebook post from Mark Zuckerberg touring the country. There's no way. Heading back home after a great few days in Texas. Today we drove down to Waco and stopped in smaller towns along the way. The idiot rubes gawked at me like they'd never seen a man driving a solid gold hovercraft before. (laughs) I scattered pennies on the ground and they fought over them like enraged beasts. In time, these animals lacking the gift of reason will tear each other apart. What could prevent that? Only the fist of a tyrannical god king. I will be that god king. Oh my gosh. Two legit Facebook posts. I'll show you right here. Screen cap. Yeah, Jake. Just because there's a screen cap does not make it real. Are you sure? I'm pretty... Screen cap. Yeah, no. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Well, oh, one more thing that I just saw also in my gallery. Uh, One of the people that I know from various circumstances. Here's a picture of him. For those who don't know, I'm showing Tyler a picture of this guy. He is smiling in the picture, and it is a picture in his dorm. Oh, that's nice. And the caption is, Smiling is the best way to face every problem, to crush every fear, and to hide every pain. (laughs) Hide every pain, that's for sure. Every pain. So that is the inspiring word from this week. I think it's about time to... And with a North Korea story? Yeah. All right, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Because apparently we've now declared war in North Korea. War in North Korea. Pyongyang, September 28th, KCNA. Respected Supreme Leader Kim Jong-un received a gift from the Central Committee of the Communist Party of the People of Spain. <laughs> the gift was conveyed to Ri Su Yong, member of the Political Bureau and Vice Chairman of the CC Workers' Party of Korea, on Wednesday by Victor Manuel Lucas. International Secretary of the CC Communist Party of the People of Spain, who is heading the party delegation on a visit to the DPRK. End of story. Well, that was really short. Yeah. So apparently, uh, apparently the Communist Party of Spain gave Kim Jong-un a gift, and it doesn't say what it is. Mm. So are they besties now? Probably. Probably. Good to know. Probably. Good to know. Well, until, until next time when Tyler North, North Korea's done something else crazy. Tyler, do you, do you do you have anything else to add here? Um, stay safe out there, kids. Don't get toothpaste in your eye. Okay. Thank you for that last word, Tyler. Make sure that you take uh, take a lesson from Tyler. Don't don't get don't get toothpaste in your eye. And uh, and we'll see you next week. Night night, Joshua. Wherever you are.
China. 